universalism, our religion, is like a walking stick. It's not a religion that solves all our problems. It's not a religion that can magically lift us over the muddy places. It's not a religion that spares us the necessity to dig deep and struggle when there's a big boulder we have to climb over or other challenges come along. But it is a religion that can help us keep our equilibrium. That means keep our balance. That helps us keep our feet on the ground, which reminds us when the going gets hard, that each one of us is strong in our way. Each of us is resilient in our way. And each of us is capable in our way. However we identify our gender, our ethnicity, our race, whether we're big or little, and Unitarian Universalism is a faith that encourages each one of us to find and make our own beliefs, not a one-size-fits-all religion, but one we constantly tool and retool as we go. That means we keep reimagining what our faith can be. But each of you will have the opportunity to make your own stick just the right size and weight and right thickness so you can have a firm grip to help you go wherever you need to go. And as Unitarian Universalists, you too can find and make a religion you can call your own. Thank you, Linda. Um, our practice is on a weekly basis, we share joys and we share sorrows. And today we like candles. Um, and as we, as we move forward with this new normal that we are involved with, live streaming and other ways to find to communicate, we'd hope that in this coming week, as you have joys and you have sorrows, that you will send them in to us so that we can include them in future broadcasts so that your voices can continue to be heard. I light a candle today of joy, of joy of resilience, that I know that as a congregation, as we face the unknown together, that we will be resilient. This congregation has a history of being resilient and let us not forget what has gone before, what lies ahead. And may resilient be something that we cling to and celebrate.
and I light a candle also. These words of meditation, seeking wisdom. There are many ways to seek wisdom. There is travel, there are masters, there is service, there is staring into the eyes of children and elders and lovers and strangers. There is sitting silently in one spot and there is being swept along in life's turbulent current. Life itself will grant you wisdom in ways you may neither understand nor choose. I light a candle for those moments. I'm not sure if we're live. Uh, we gather each Sunday and we have an offering and half of those proceeds go to um, uh, another organization uh, in our community. And even though we were not gathered in numbers, I would still ask you as we gather this day that you remember to continue to pay your offerings. For as a church, we depend upon it, and it also allows us to give to other organizations in the community. We don't have the capacity yet, but we will have where you can actually donate online or you can text to give. And so watch for further um, opportunities in order to do that. But right now, I would ask you to remember this week to make an offering and to pay your offering to the church. And I thank you in advance for that. So, I don't know about all of you, how your week has been, but for me, and I know for Linda as well, as ministers, this has been a most challenging week. Probably one of the most challenging that we have had to face as ministers. It seems that when the week started with this virus, we all listened to the news and we all wondered. And each day things changed. And each hour things changed. Which requires a change in response, which requires a change in thinking, which requires an opportunity to push ourselves to think about new ways of being and living. And so, this today I had chosen a sermon that was about called The Abiding Wisdom of the Dude in the Big Lebowski. And as I think back upon that movie, which came out in 1998, I think there are things in there that we as Unitarian Universalists and as a congregation can really speak to us today as we navigate this unknown journey and these unknown waters with this coronavirus. 
one of the things in the movie, if you recall, is the dude, he's a Los Angeles slacker and an avid bowler. And he's assaulted as a result of a mistaken identity. And as the movie continues, we're introduced to a whole staff of characters who act in their own interests. The dude continues a path of trying to follow at times what he believes is the best way to find justice. But what lessons can we learn from the dude? How can that assist us today? And what wisdom is found in his character that we can draw from? I compare a lot of the stuff in that to the four noble truths that we can find in Buddhism. Truth number one is the truth of suffering, and this requires us to have an understanding of things, how things are. And as we think about the fact that as we struggle with this coronavirus and now as it's coming closer to our door with the results of yesterday, someone in the Peoria close proximity has been diagnosed with it. And so it is here. And so truth number one is requiring us to have an understanding of things are and to pursue things with the right intention, which will then provide us with a sense of direction and a sense of hope. Truth number two is the cause of suffering. In the movie, <clears throat> the dude tries to avoid wrong deeds and wrong words, and he conducts himself to try and get a better understanding of the world around him. Truth number three, the end of suffering. How do we do that? The dude realizes that it's impossible to vow yourself that you're never gonna stop something, but he's always striving to do things for the right reason and the right action. And so I think as we think about how we can handle today as we move forward with this coronavirus, is to remember that to do things with the right intent and the right action. Yesterday, as I was at the grocery store and I was standing in the very long line, I was impressed as I watched and found people engaged in conversation with total strangers, but just talking being concerned about each other. And so may we remember to continue to be concerned about each other and may we open up and remember that we're in this together. Our challenges are many as we move forward and know that as ministers, on a daily basis and a weekly basis, we will continue to find ways in which we can stay engaged as a congregation. Look for us to send out to you 
by way of email some things you can do this week by yourself to practice some self-care and to practice some study and to begin to ponder and think about this thing called wisdom. And as we roll forth, we will continue to look for ways in which as a community, we can still remain close and we can still be a blessing to each other. Never forget that you are loved, that you are cared for, and that we are here to bless you and to help you. Amen. We are here to bless and to be blessed, to love and to be loved. There's wisdom in that. Our closing words are by Reverend Scott Taylor. There is a wisdom woven into history, captured in myth and story, lodged somewhere deep inside of us. It sits silently, patiently waiting, hoping we will listen, ready for us, when we decide we are ready for it. Peace for all, good wishes for good health for all. May it be so.